Welcome to BIB Today, the daily business news podcast from Business in Vancouver newspaper. I'm Tyler Orton. I think there's a bit of a new sense of normalcy creeping around the province right now as vaccination rates continue to climb. That means more live events like indoor concerts and crowds hitting up sports games once again. So with us to delve into what this means for venues here in the region, it is Rick Camo. He is general manager of the Abbotsford Center. That's the soon-to-be home of the Abbotsford Canucks AHL team. He's got lots to dish on everything from concerts to other sports games going on. But before we get into that, Rick, I just want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on today. So last week, you were able to welcome back the Fraser Valley Bandits basketball team to Abbotsford Center. For anyone who has not been there to the arena since the outset of the pandemic, how are things, I guess, just a little bit different for those visitors? Yeah, it was definitely a great day for us. Uh, It was our first um, event that we were able to welcome fans back since March, uh, early March in 2020. So. It was great to have fans back. Um, They came out in full support of the Fraser Valley Bandits. And uh, I think everybody had a great time when they came out. A couple of things that were different. um, We had some some self-scanners for people when they walked in the venue to to scan their own tickets. And um, so that was kind of the first thing that was really different when people came back in the venue. And then we did have a 50% capacity. So... There was a lot of empty seats around people um, just to have that bit of distancing um, between everybody. So we were only allowed to have a 50% capacity. Um, so that was a little bit different too, right? It wasn't like people were coming in and sitting in a, uh, a crowded section. So that that was nice to give people a little bit of an ease when they come back into the venue. And then obviously all of our staff were in full face coverings. So um, just again, giving people that... Um, that sense of safety when they when they come in the venue that um, you know we're all uh, doing our part to make sure that they're comfortable when when they did return. You know, I, I took a trip to the Sunshine Coast over the weekend, and I noticed like up there there are a lot of people uh, not going with masks on. It just seemed uh, a little different than mm-hmm. what I've seen in Vancouver. What's kind of the plan with masks as we're seeing vaccination rates going up, more people are getting fully vaccinated. Uh, will workers continue wearing them? Is it about just continuing to make sure that visitors feel comfortable when they arrive? Yeah, that, that's the main thing for us is we want to make sure that the guests coming to the venue feel comfortable and, and not everybody, I think, is at the same stage in this. So some people are still they're coming into the venue with their own face coverings on. And I think their expectation is we're going to do what, what we all feel is safest for them. So that's what we decided to do. We do have two more games coming up this month on July 25th and July 27th. So both of those game days will also be um, all of the staff will have face coverings on. We'll reevaluate it um, after those two games and just kind of see the sense of, of the people coming in and, there's a lot of people that came in the venue that didn't have face coverings on and and they're more than welcome to come in and enjoy the event. And uh, we just want to make sure that, that we're, we're doing what people um, have as an expectation when they come back to the venues is that they're, they're as safe as they can be. 
I'm also curious, you know, those ticket scanners uh, that you guys have going, uh, look, I I go to a concert or I go to the movies and you're used to getting up close. Somebody will kind of take a close look at your ticket or something like that. Um, How did your, I guess, automated ticket scanners uh, go uh, when you guys were trying them out uh, with big crowds for the first time? Yeah, so it's new technology and uh, we purchased them at the end of of, uh, 2020. And so this was the first time that we were able to use them. So there's a little bit of a learning curve for both my staff and the public coming into the venue. Um, so it, with it being new technology uh, for both sides, we did have people standing by the scanners, just making sure that people understood how to use them. And if there were any issues, <clears throat> pardon me, if there were any issues, we were there right away to assist them and, and to help them out with that. And I believe that once people get a little bit more more accustomed to that technology, the ingress of everybody is going to be much faster than it was before. And all of our staff then will be able to take a couple steps back and just give people that separation that I think everybody is is a lot more comfortable with now. So it's early on, and you mentioned that you're allowed to go to about 50% capacity, or I should say exactly 50% capacity. Are you guys going to go straight there, or are you going to ease into it just a little bit and kind of uh, figure out how things should work just from a logistics perspective? Yeah, one of the things we we didn't want to do is is we don't want to overcrowd a section. So we made sure that the available seats were were it was well more than than fifty percent empty seats in the venue. So when people come in, if they had some concerns that their section was maybe a little bit fuller than what their comfort level is at, um, we could relocate them to an area that was a little bit more spacious, just to make sure again that. The people coming back to the venue are, are comfortable with uh, with being here and being around crowds again. And, and not everybody is, is going to be fine having two seats between them and, and somebody sitting beside them. Some people want a little bit more space. So we wanted to make sure that our seating layout would be able to accommodate that. And um, the Bandits had a great turnout for the first event. Uh, we, we anticipate a larger crowd coming out for the 25th. We don't have all of our seats open at this point in time, but we do have the ability to continue to open up as that demand uh, increases. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're ready to adapt uh, according to the tickets that are sold. So I, I take it from that. It's not necessarily assigned seating. It's going to work more like uh, general admission. And uh, like what if a family came in with like a, a group of five and they wanted to find seats uh, the way that things are laid out right now? How would that work? Yeah, it, it is all assigned seating. So we're making sure that people have a ticket to a specific seat, which allows us to maintain that spacing. When I was saying that if people weren't comfortable with that, they would have to go to our guest services area. Um, or talk with one of the staff and and just express that um, they would like to be in an area that was a little bit more spacious. We would then relocate them, again, giving them tickets to assign seats, but in an area with a lot more space around them. So one of the got, things we also, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go, go for it. Yeah. Sorry. I, I was just going to say one of the other things that we did as well is all of the little pod seatings that we have distributed throughout the building um, some are groups of two, some are groups of four, some are groups of six. I believe we even have some that are a group of eight. So depending on the size of the of the the um, group that you're coming with, um, when you purchase your tickets, you'll see those and you'll pick the the section that has four seats, for example, if there's four of you coming. 
Okay. And and so look, you've got like sporting events coming back, you know, here in July and I, I believe concerts will be starting up again soon, but how will concerts work, you know, as people are looking to uh, come back into the arena the, the, I anticipate it might be a little bit different than say a sporting event. Yeah. Our, the, the concerts that we have right now, um, the next one coming up is September 20th. And that was an event that was actually on sale was supposed to happen in 2020. And the organizers of that event have just relocated the date, um, changed the date. Um, and so we already have a lot of tickets sold for that event. Um, and when that event went on sale, um, there was no talk about social distancing or anything like that. So it sold um, as a regular capacity show. So for us to move forward with that, um, we're going to be in contact with uh, Fraser Health and with the Provincial Health Office to make sure that um, the restrictions are eased for us to be able to do that event. If for some reason, when we get to September 7th, if the announcement does not allow us to go back to 100% capacity, we'll need to revisit the seating of that event and see if it's going to make sense to still move forward with it. Or if we have the ability to um, turn it into a full house show and, you know, space everybody out, which would be pretty challenging for the box office to relocate everybody. but something that we would have a little bit of time to do because uh, the date is not until September the 20th. So we'll see what happens there. And I'm sure um, as we get close to September 7th, we'll have a better understanding of if those restrictions are going to ease up and allow us to do that. Well, yeah, right now it looks as if as of July 19th, that 79.9% of British Columbians 12 and older have received their first dose and just over 53% are fully vaccinated. So we are climbing closer and closer to those um, benchmarks that the province wants us to get to enter into step four. So it seems, you know, as if there's a very good chance that we can enter step four uh, as we're due uh, on September 7th. And kind of brings up the next question as we look towards the fall and um, the AHL season. I'm curious, you know, what does having the Canucks farm team mean for activity at the Abbotsford Center? Is it going to be kind of um, a different vibe? Are you excited about uh, what this means for the arena? I born and raised in BC. I've been a Canuck fan my whole life. So to have the AHL team now playing out of Abbotsford is, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's uh, a great opportunity for the community. Um, for the province of BC to have their AHL club um, playing in in their home province. So I'm really looking forward to that and the season starting up this October and just having the relationship with the Canucks, um, with the Vancouver Canucks and the Abbotsford Canucks um, being so close. I know that uh, they're really excited about the opportunity as well and the support that they've received from the community so far has been amazing and uh, I'm I'm just really excited to to get you know more things going and get season tickets on sale and um, looking forward to this fall. Yeah, speaking of tickets, you know you had mentioned that with the bandits, you know there's going to be a lot of space uh, between people for now. Is the hope that you know by the time we reach October that uh, you know you can have kind of regular seating there, let as many people in as will uh, uh, be able to support at the arena. Yeah, that's definitely what we're planning for the fall. Even with our concerts that we have, um, we've announced some some shows recently. Brothers Osborne was just announced last week. They're going to be here October 21st. The seating configuration for that is a is a um, a regular capacity show. So we're selling 
every seat um, that's that's available for that show. We just today announced uh, Big Wreck and Monster Truck coming November 20th. Um, that seating configuration is going to be very similar where we're going to be selling every seat in anticipation of the restrictions easing up by, by this fall and allowing us to go back to 100% capacity. And then the, the Abbotsford Canucks will be the same with, uh, with their seating capacities as well. Well, it's going to be kind of a, a different vibe and different feel as more and more people, I think, will just be kind of jazzed for having the Abbotsford Canucks and uh, so close to the uh, the NHL team as well. But uh, I'll leave you with this as we wrap up here, Rick. But um, might just be anecdotal on your part, but do you get the sense that there is just a lot of pent-up demand for people to get out of the house, go enjoy themselves in, in kind of I, like a live event at this point? Yeah, and, and we saw that at the Fraser Valley Bandits game as well. Everybody that came out to that event, super happy, just enjoying a night out, um, getting out of the house, being around people again, but still having that little bit of distance. Um, I think everybody was super excited. The team played well. They won the game, so everybody left happy as well. And um, I just see that happening more and more as we start getting back into events and and we're going to ease back into this, making sure that we're doing it in a safe way. And and my hope is that by the fall, um, everybody's doing the right things. We continue to get vaccinated. Those numbers increase. And um, and we're able to go back to 100% capacity for the fall. And and people are just going to be excited to get back and, and enjoying the events and seeing their favorite band again or coming out for, you know, the home opener with the with the Abbotsford Canucks and, and uh, looking forward to a great season. Excellent. Well, Rick, I tell you what, like when we get the AHL season going, I'd love to catch up to you after a couple of weeks and just see how the season is turning out. I, I anticipate there's going to be a lot of excitement there. But uh, for now, I just want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. That is Rick Camo. He is general manager of the Abbotsford Center, and that is it for BIV today. But go ahead to BIV.com. You can find our stories, including one that will feature Rick just a little bit later on this week, and uh, more interviews at BIV.com as well. We'll be back on Tuesday. But for now, I just want to thank everybody for joining us on the show today. I'm Tyler Orton.